welcome to the Learning for Good podcast. Nonprofit learning leaders want to develop the skills their people need to scale their mission and create greater impact. If that's you, you're in the right place. This show guides you through learning and development best practices, top trends, and aha moments so you can deliver the very best staff development opportunities, even in a virtual world. It's Learning for Good with your host, Heather Burright. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Learning for Good. So we've been talking about leadership assessments this month, and so far we've looked at the three different types of assessments that will pay off for your leaders, and we've compared the self-assessment and the 360 assessment to see which one might be better for your organization. So today, I want to share the secret to making leadership assessments work. So let's say you're ready to offer leadership assessments, but you want to make sure that your leaders actually benefit from them. So you select the assessment that's right for you. You offer it to your leaders and they complete the assessment and they receive their results. What happens next is the secret to making leadership assessments work. Find out what that secret is on today's episode of Learning for Good. All right, so what is it? What is the secret to making leadership assessments work? Three things should happen after that assessment is completed. The first is coaching. So your leaders should at a minimum have a coach who can debrief the results of that assessment with them. They can help them find meaning in the data that they're receiving and guide them as they identify how they want to move forward as a result of that data. Ideally, your leaders will have a coach that can work with them over a period of time and not just that one debriefing session. Because if a coach is working with them over a period of time, they can support them as they make changes based on their results. So why is this important? Why is coaching important? Whether it's the one-time debriefing session or coaching support over a longer period of time. It will be harder for the leader to ignore the results, whether that's because they don't wanna see the data or because they're busy and it just kind of slides down that priority list, right? Sometimes there's a tendency to ignore the assessment results. But with a coaching session, they are forced to pause and to take that time with the data and take that data in so that they can make changes based on what they're seeing. A coach will help the leader set goals on what they learned from the assessment. And regular coaching sessions will help the leader um, stay accountable to making change happen. And that helps the leader identify overcome barriers to change and actually make the change, right? So that's where leadership assessments start to pay off when we see change. These are amazing benefits for your leaders, but they also impact your organization as a whole because it can improve employee engagement, job satisfaction, and performance, even for those around the leader who's going through the assessment process. So coaching, the first secret to making leadership assessments work, right? So what happens after the assessment coaching is the first thing that you can offer. 
The second thing that should happen after an assessment is completed is tailored development. So once the leader has their results, they understand what those results mean, it's time to take action. The leader should have an opportunity to create goals and engage in professional development to help them achieve those goals. So whether they are leveraging a strength that they already have or working on something that showed up as a gap, but something that they feel really is really important to them in their role or in their future career path, they should have the opportunity to set goals and then engage in professional development to help them achieve those goals. So this means dedicating time and resources to allow the leader to attend training or take on stretch assignments or work with that coach that we just talked about tailored development. That's the second thing you can do. Again, it's what happens after the assessment that matters. Coaching and tailored development are two of those things. So whether the leader is working with a coach or not, there needs to be follow-up. And that's why the third thing that should happen after an assessment is completed is follow-up. The leader completes their assessment, they receive their results, hopefully they've met with a coach, they're setting goals, they're engaging in development. How do you know it made a difference? Following up with our leaders is just as important as the assessment itself. It allows us to continue um, to or complete, continue or complete that development process. Follow-up can look a variety of different ways. Sometimes it sounds like a lot of work, right? But follow-up can look a variety of different ways. It can be a conversation. Just sitting down with that leader to find out what's going on, what's happening, what are they seeing in their work life um, now that they've completed this assessment process? What are they seeing in their team? So a conversation is one way of follow-up. It could also be a report. It could be a survey. It could be a second assessment process where you're, uh, you're gonna have the results from the first assessment and the second assessment, and you can take a look at those and see how things have changed. It can happen with a coach. It can happen with a supervisor. It can happen with someone in HR. What's important is that it happens so that you know what the leader has accomplished and what they still need in order to be successful. And again, all of this is kind of based on that element of trust within the organization that that leader feels like you can follow up and they can share what's going well, what's been challenging for them as they've been implementing changes based on those assessment results. Assessments are a great tool to use in leadership development, but they are an investment. They cost time and money. So what's the secret to making sure that you reap the benefits of the assessment? It's what happens after the assessment is completed. Coaching, tailored development, and follow-up. Now at Skillmasters Market, we believe that people are worthy of investment. And we believe investing in your people makes them feel valued and gives them new skills and new passion for their work. That's why we offer an assessment process that leverages the secret that I've shared today. Now, if you're ready to develop your leaders with intentionality, let's chat. Head on over to my website and let's work together to develop the skills your people need to scale your mission and your impact, even in a virtual world. Thanks for listening to the Learning for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate your support. 
Stay connected by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review and share the Learning for Good podcast with your community on social media.